This is Active Christianity's Living the Gospel podcast. Join us as we explore the different aspects of the gospel according to the Bible and how we can put it into practice in daily life. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Living the Gospel. I'm Kathy. I'm one of the editors at Active Christianity, together with Malenko and Eunice, whom you've met before. And today is my first podcast, so this is exciting. I'm here with my sister, Julia, who you met last week. Hi, everyone. So I think we can get right into today's topic. It's a big one. Yep, it sure is. Today, we're talking about self-image. In other words, how we see ourselves. Kathy, if we're being honest, both of us have struggled with self-esteem, right? I for sure have. So things like um, thoughts of not being good enough, people not liking me, uh, hating the way I do things or say things around other people, and comparing myself to other people, that's a big one. So things like that. And actually, what I found is that thoughts like that are incredibly toxic. They actually just make me depressed and discouraged, and that is not in any way beneficial for a disciple life. So as Christians and as disciples, we're actually meant to live exalted and joyful lives. That's right. So how have you actually dealt with those thoughts when they come? So actually for me, what's really helped is to hold on to and really believe that these thoughts, they never come from God. God made me and he loves me and he actually wants only the best for me. So I know that any kind of discouraging and depressing thoughts are not from him. So if they're not from him, then it has to be the opposite. They must be from Satan. And his only goal is to destroy my faith and my hope. So when thoughts like that come knocking at my mind, I basically just use the words of Jesus and I say, Satan, get behind me. I'm not listening to you. And I think of that verse in Jeremiah that says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. So I've learned to believe that verse instead of my feelings. And what about you, Julia? How have you dealt with those kind of thoughts? Well, for me, I think it really builds on your comment just now that God made you. That's exactly it. God didn't just make me. He made me exactly the way he wants me to be. I mean, obviously the sin in my nature needs to be overcome, but my personality, my talents, my interests, even my looks were designed deliberately by God because he knows that those traits will be the best for me. That's why he created me the way I am. And he loves that creation. And I mean, if God says he made me just right, who am I to argue with that? Mm. Then I can just shut down any thoughts of, oh, I wish I were a little more like this or that, or I wish I looked like this or didn't have that in my personality. Those thoughts are not from God. Oh, for sure not. Actually, for someone who really wants to live a life in Christ, it's really important to have a healthy self-image. It absolutely is. And to find that healthy self-image is actually not an easy thing. And I think that low self-esteem is actually something that affects a lot of people. But here's the thing. Low self-esteem is absolutely not biblical. It's not remotely biblical. And I, I think that sometimes there can be a bit of a misunderstanding about that. We are for sure meant to be humble, and we even read that we should be lowly in our own eyes. So I think it's really important to understand the difference between being obedient to those words and having low self-esteem. What humility really means is that we turn to God for everything instead of relying on ourselves and our own egos and thinking, oh, I can do this myself, I'm so strong. We give Him the reins and let Him lead our lives so that we are led on paths of righteousness. It has nothing to do with having negative thoughts about myself and the way I'm made. No, it doesn't. And the amazing thing is actually that when we humble ourselves, 
and we turn to God and let Him lead us in all our ways, then we also get to know Him, really know Him and sense His love for us. And then we learn that we are unique, important individuals whose lives He planned before He even created the earth, actually. So, we're incredibly valuable in His eyes. It's so important to understand that. He has planned a perfect life for us, and if we are obedient to follow where He leads us, then we will accomplish perfectly everything that He has set for us to accomplish. Doing His will on earth as it is done in heaven is actually more valuable than any kind of earthly talents or accomplishments. Yeah, yeah, it is. And God made each of us actually extremely purposefully, just exactly as we are. So if we truly believe that and really put all of our confidence in Him and believe in His love for us, then we will be able to overcome all thoughts of low self-esteem. And it's not about what I can or can't do as a person. It's written that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So it's about looking at what I can do, not what I can't. And what I can do is follow Him. Yes, all of us can follow Him. That's absolutely something we can all do. So, on this topic, we actually have a very important article to share with everyone today. This article we published, I believe, two years ago now, about two years ago, and it has had an amazing response since we published it. It's written by Martha Evangelisti, and it's called, Look at Yourself Through God's Eyes. So, she writes it very clearly here, and she wrote this article, especially for young people, But I think that it actually applies to all of us. It doesn't matter how old we are or where we're at in our lives. This this applies to us. Yeah, I'm sure we can all get something from this. Let's take a listen. Look at yourself through God's eyes. Written by Martha Evangelisti. Dear teenager and 20-something, do you know your value? You were made with a purpose. You, your body, soul, and spirit were formed and skillfully wrought by God with each day of your life fashioned in detail like the pages in a book. You, your existence, your features, and your abilities are not a mistake. God doesn't make mistakes. He made you and thoughtfully placed you in a body a family, and a place on this earth. God desires that everyone could live in a safe, caring environment where a love for Him is nurtured. But some experience harm and damaging situations at the hand of others' lack of wisdom or outright sins. Evil often gets the upper hand in this dark world, which isn't God's intention. His will is that all choose what is right and do good. God wants to heal the hurting and the broken. He plans to put an end to all suffering and establish a new earth with no pain or sadness. You are a child of God, His own special people, created to live a pure, faithful life. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Ephesians 2 verse 10 Don't look down on what God created and loves. If you doubt God and complain about His handiwork, your being and your situations, you miss out on good works and the blessing they bring over your life. You are perfect. 
Not perfect in the sense of a high IQ, flawless skin, and a great personality, but perfect for God's amazing plan for your life and those you can help along the way. Perfect for good works throughout the day that only you can do. Choosing good when faced with temptations. Praying for a friend who is going through a difficult time. Sending an encouraging text. Blessing a co-worker or family member. These are works that have eternal value. Trying to attain a perfect body, social media image, or cushy life is empty and useless for eternity. Not perfect in the sense that you do everything right the first time, haven't fallen in sin, or aren't tempted to sin, but perfect because God views you with eyes full of hope and love, even though he sees your faults and weaknesses. He sees what you can become if you continue to choose what is right and good, how valuable you are to his work and the kingdom of heaven. You are perfect for the work of salvation that God wants to accomplish in you. Let God guide your life and form you through trials and you will become perfect and complete, lacking nothing in each chapter of life. You are loved. God's love is stronger and deeper than human love and emotions. In God, you have a close friend who knows you and understands you better than anyone. He sees your heart and desire to be good. He sees your struggles and how you are drawn to things that aren't good. He is always there to listen and help when you pray to him with a sincere and humble heart. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. Psalm 34, verse 15. Have others mistreated you? Do you feel alone, unimportant, or unwanted? God's love is healing when you place your life and thoughts into his hands. Did your plans fall through? Has a hardship happened to you or a loved one? You aren't loved any less by God. His love is unconditional. God isn't unjust. He allows tragedy to fall on good people and bad people. God wants to teach you something through trials and lead you to Him. He is jealous for your precious spirit and wants to save you from sins that make you unhappy. You are unique. There is no one else like you in a really good way. You fill a special spot in this world and in God's work. Maybe you don't like something about the way you look or one of your personality traits. Maybe you don't excel at something like sports or music, or it seems like you don't have many skills compared to others. But who can be a better example and helper to your sibling and your friend? Who can express an act of kindness like you? Who can share something encouraging like you? Who can fill needs maybe only you and God can see? You are custom-made for the good works God has prepared for you. Use your energy, ideas, abilities, and personality for the good, right where you are in life, at home, at school or work, with your family and friends. 
You are the apple of God's eye. God is following along closely with your life as a caring, attentive father. You are very dear to him, and he longs for it to go well for you. His thoughts toward you are of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Your decisions are important to him. God can't make decisions for you, but he believes in you and is eager to help if you ask him. He is for you as a protector, a mentor, a helper, a friend. Have you fallen in sin again and again, or made a huge mistake and feel undeserving? God is quick to forgive those who repent and never gives up on you or becomes dissatisfied or impatient. King David trusted God's loving kindness when faced with enemies. He prayed, Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings, from the wicked who oppress me, from my deadly enemies who surround me. Psalm 17, verses 8 and 9. You can do the same and take refuge in God's word when you are faced with dark thoughts of discouragement and condemnation. Feelings and thoughts of worthlessness aren't true. Believe and practice the truths in God's word and you will become free. Your life has incredible value. There is nothing more rare and important as someone whose confidence is in God and obeys his commandments. They are the true stars in this world. They will be revealed as sons and daughters of God when Jesus returns. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Matthew 5 verse 14 Pray to God to open your eyes to the value of living for Him, and you will begin to see your true worth and the worth of those around you. Live with a purpose according to God's plan for your life, and your good decisions will have eternal significance. Look at yourself and the others through God's eyes, and life is hopeful and bright. All the best. From a former teenager and 20-something. Wow, it's got to be impossible to listen to that and not be encouraged. Yeah, I agree. I think that most of us, I know myself for sure, could probably benefit from listening to that several times and just to get that reminder over and over that God loves me and I am valuable to Him. Yeah. So if you want more reading material to be encouraged by, we have a whole topic page on activechristianity.org about self-image, including some really good testimonies from people who have struggled with this and learned to overcome it. So we'll put a link for that in today's episode description. So all you have to do is click. That's it for today. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now. All right. Bye-bye.